Thank you for joining me for Central Moments again today. If you're a Christian, uh, you probably heard the terminology from the Bible that when we meet Jesus, we get saved. We're saved. Uh, we're not just saved from a bad day. We're saved from the judgment of God. And uh, we're saved to an eternal inheritance in Him rather than an eternity in hell. And uh, this idea of being saved is addressed by Paul in Titus 3. We're walking through these three chapters of Titus right now. And it's addressed uh, what it means to be saved by Paul in a probably more sweeping, comprehensive way than we ever find anywhere else in Scripture. And in the process, we'll encounter all three persons of the Trinity. Because when you get saved, you encounter all three persons of the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So here's how it starts, verse 3 of T Titus 3. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. And we lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. So he reads our mail here. In fact, he's going to structure this sort of like you would share your faith with somebody. Here's what I was like before I met Jesus. Here's what happened when I met Jesus. And here's, my, here's how my life has changed as a result of meeting Jesus. It starts with, here was what I was like before. And he says that we were foolish, we were disobedient, we were deceived. Uh, we were enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasure. I mean, we just thought we were having fun. We were just doing what felt good. But from God's perspective, we were foolish. We were missing the big picture. And we were... Uh, we, we were really slaves. We were just thought we're doing what was fun. But that alcohol, those drugs, those sexually promiscuous escapades we used to be on, that, I mean, we were slaves. slaves. We were addicted to those things. They dominated our lives. We were not free people, even though we thought we, we just had the freedom to do whatever we want. On top of it, our relationships were not working. We lived in malice and envy being hated and hating one another. So he grabs up kind of in a universal way what life before Jesus can be like. But then what happened when we met Jesus? Verse 4, but when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared. It reminds us of John 3.16. God so loved, God the Father so loved the world that he sent a Savior. So when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, he saved us. And although Paul's going to talk about the need for good works throughout this whole letter to Titus, he said it's not because of our good works that we're saved, not because of righteous things we've done. Good works are the result, but not the cause of our salvation. But because of his mercy, he just flat out had mercy on us. Have you ever had somebody just have mercy? You knew you're wrong. You knew you're guilty. And they just had mercy on you. They said, well, we'll let it go. Well, God sort of lets it go in our lives because his son on the cross paid the, paid the penalty to satisfy God's justice in our place and we get mercy. And so thank God that he loved us so much that he sent his son to do that for us. And then he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewing by the Holy Spirit. There's God, the Holy Spirit. And washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. Reminds us of Jesus saying, you know, when you come to me, you're going to be born again by the Holy Spirit. New life is going to be created in you. And the washing of rebirth, kind of a reference maybe to baptism and to cleansing from sin. 
the washing, rebirth, and renewing by the Holy Spirit are two ways of saying the same thing. That when we meet Jesus, he makes us a new creation. The Holy Spirit recreates our sinful hearts. Whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior. At the center of all is God the Son who died on the cross for us and became the way by which the Holy Spirit transforms our lives. So that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life. This is sheer beauty. This is the expansiveness of the gospel and why our lives can be transformed and why we don't, we don't live in light of what we used to be before we met Christ. Now we live like heirs of eternal life and as people who have been truly justified. We truly have been made right with God. Let's live that way. May God help you to live like a justified person who is an heir of the hope of eternal life. Thank you.